Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This is Top Flight Time Machine. My name is Andy Dawson and his name is... Sam Delaney. There he is, saying his name right on cue. Sam Delaney, indeed. This Mm. is Top Flight Time Machine. This is Monday, the uh, 24th of September, 2018, AD. And we are here to look back at the weekend's football in our regular Monday look back. Look back! Yeah, let's look back on all of the action. And uh, the... Reflect and digest... And what else are we going to be looking back at? The talking points. There's lots of talking points have emerged from the weekend's action. So let's look back and go through all the big talking points. First of Uh, all, before we do that, mm. update on the window cleaner situation. I was going to ask about this, yeah. Before we get into the football. In case you didn't hear the podcast on Friday, um, fuck you, basically. You're supposed to listen to these (laughs) things the day they come out. That's our policy. But if you didn't... Uh, I got a note from my window cleaner through the door the other day. A photocopied note, handwritten, but photocopied. Um, slightly impersonal, but never mind. Hmm. It says, hi, it's Darren, your window cleaner. As most of you know, oh, I have Darren. sold around, and you will have someone new on the next clean called Dean. He is not traditional. <laughs> and I left it at that. Now, that's, it was a cliffhanger for the weekend. It was it brilliant was. because we were all filled with suspense. Yeah, I left it at that, but I, I'll just read on. He is reach and wash. What? Reach and wash. That sounds like one of the options on a menu at a Bangkok nightlife (laughs) spot. (laughs) Let's hope so. Bringing it to me door. Uh, So Dean is reach and wash, which I believe is he's got one of them brushes, them long brushes that has water that squirts out the end so that Mm. he's, he's basically ladder free. He's a ladder-free window man. He's a ladder-free window cleaner, which, you know, in this Ugh. day and age where people shouldn't be prejudiced against for their beliefs, Dean believes he don't need a set of ladders to be a window cleaner. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, you're all right. Yeah, it's very open-minded of you. But, and this isn't a big deal either way, I don't care what the answer is, it's just I'm curious, <laughs> is Dean a Muslim? <laughs> it doesn't mention anything on the letter. Well, and I haven't seen Dean face to face yet. Whether he is or isn't is neither here nor there, really. I'm just curious. I've got a feeling he might be because what? this is not. This is part to me. This is just another sign of the changing face of Britain and the way things are done. Yeah, some things shouldn't be. And changed. that's good. Well, no change, progress. Is it? You know, it can be good. It can be bad. Well, Let's just see. I, I'll be the judge of that because. Um, <laughs> This this means there's no chamois leather involved. And to me, that gives you the, the, the shine and the sheen that you need when your windows are getting cleaned. This is just some fucker with a so brush. Did, did Darren always chamois? Yeah. Darren was okay. traditional. Well, I'm hoping you're going to see a change in the pricing then. 
Well, it, it's all up for grabs, isn't it? It's it's year zero. Let's hope so. Well, anyway, because Darren adds, if Dean is a Muslim, as I suspect, <laughs> what you don't want, what you really don't want, and this is nothing against the Muslim faith, it's just it's an inconvenience. If he starts doing all that praying, yeah, right outside the front window when you're trying to, for instance, record a podcast, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's it's gonna be an annoyance. Are you trying to suggest that um, the reason Dean is ladder free is because he might need to pray at a moment's yeah. notice, and when you're yeah, up you a ladder, you correct. can't you can't do a Muslim prayer. No, because you got to kneel down. I've seen him do it. You <laughs> you got to kneel down, right? Bow before God, their God, and Muslim um, God, the Muslim God, the God of Muslims, and you got to, you can't do it up a ladder. If you right. did, it would enrage their god. So, <laughs> sky praying isn't the left. Yeah. He's not going to fucking stand for that. From right. what well, I, I to... from what little I understand about Muslim God, that is not the sort of shenanigans he'll fucking stand for. Okay, it seems to be making a lot more sense to you than it does to me. I will. <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a little quarter at the end. Um, Darren has said Dean is not traditional. He is reach and wash, and then he's added. <laughs> If for some reason you're not happy, and then he's put his phone number, Darren's phone number, not Dean's. Oh. He says, it's my number. I will be happy to help. What does that mean? Well, this is the plot thickens, because I don't... I think this started making me feel as if it was a hostile takeover by Dean. Well, really? If it was, what power does Darren have to remedy the situation? Well, I think what it sounds to me like is when you leave a job... And someone else takes your role. And sometimes your former staff want to meet you for you for a drink. It's like that episode yeah. of The Simpsons where Seymour Skinner loses his job. Yeah. And I think that Flanders takes over for a while and he bumps into Bart and um, Milhouse in the laundrette and he can't wait. He goes, so what's it like without me there? What's the new guy like? Oh, I bet he's rubbish. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I bet they're absolutely, yeah. it's fallen to pieces without me. You're always waiting for your successor to screw up mm. so you can gloat. And um, it sounds to me that's exactly what Darren is gearing himself up to do. For some reason, I don't think Darren entirely wanted to sell his round to Dean, right. but he did for it's whatever reason. Forced. So his hand force, maybe by the council's local diversity committee. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think? I, I just, I just don't know. But Do- they uh, now he's he's already laying the groundwork for Dean's failure. Yeah, he sowed the seeds in that letter, hasn't he? He's kind of said, yeah. "Is he's the new guy? This is what he does," and then he just kind of drops in. If for any reason you're not happy, I don't <laughs> think anybody was thinking. Well, I'm not happy with this at first until he'd said it. Now you're like reason- fuck. Yeah, you think, yeah. fucking hell, what's going to go on here? There's no chamois leather. Is there going to be a sheen? Is he going to start praying? When yeah, when I'm doing my podcast. Yeah. He's thinking, I know that Dawson fella. He's as good as gold as long as you don't interrupt his precious podcasts. Exactly. Uh, I'm looking towards the, the window now. He could be out exactly. there now. I'm just waiting for a brush to come up the window. A, disturb a everything. Fucking, a ghost brush without a, a human behind it. Because... <laughs> That's what it'll look like. So we, we think that Darren is waiting in the wings for some kind of power player. Yes. To regain control of the round. Yes. This could go into our... Haven't we pledged to do a chart of power plays? The very best power players, yeah. The greatest power plays on, of all it? time. Yeah. yeah. I'll make a note of that. Yeah. 
<laughs> add that to the possibles list. Yeah, I'm pleased we've, I'm pleased we've established all that. Shall we look at the uh, the football now? Yeah. Do you want a, um, an update on the predictions that we did on Friday? Very much so. Um, basically, here's the system that I've come up with. If you get the scoreline correct, you get three points. If you get the overall yeah. result collect correct, you get one point. If mm. you get nothing correct, you get zero points. Yeah. Happy with that? Yeah, good system. Good. Right, well, okay. After the weekend, then I'm on four points. Mm. You're on two points. Fuck. And result spot, which, yeah. which to remind us all, is predicting a 1-0 home win for every match we cover. For the whole season. For the whole yeah. season. Result spot, result spot has got zero points. Ah, the idiot. Ah! The fucking ro- with its stupid robot brain made of wires. Fuck you, results bot. Yeah, powered results by a bot. couple of fucking Duracell. So that's a strong start for me anyway. Yeah, well um, done. I, you... I know I got a point for West Ham Chelsea because I predicted a draw. You predicted a and draw. And I you think both you and results bot scuffed at me. Yeah. Yeah, we both said 1-0 either way. Even Results Bot rolled its fucking mechanical eyes. <laughs> well, one of them, you're not one laughing of them, now. One of them came out on a spring for a split yeah, second. and then there was back a, in an again. electrical fizz. Yeah. Um, so it, it, I watched it. It was an atro- atrocious match. Did you what, enjoy West it? West Chelsea? Yeah, yeah. it's a fucking great game. Fucking wasn't. It was awful. Oh, I Especially found the it. first I, half. I thought it was really good. I mean, yeah, it's weird, isn't it, the way you perceive games, A, when you're there in the stadium, and B, if it's your team playing. I yeah. think you see it through totally different eyes. Because I went expecting us to get turned over. Yeah. Not, you know, not all like fearing. I'm not expecting, but fearing. And so when the game started and West Ham looked reasonably comfortable and in control, like there was a game plan and the players were sticking to it, that to me was quite exciting because yeah. it was unexpected. Yeah. And there was a few players in our side, putting in really good performances, but in unspectacular ways that I suppose... And, and then just the fact that we had a, a couple of re- really good chances in the first half as well, that was exciting. So in my my mind, I came away from the game thinking, fucking hell, it's my most exciting goalless draws I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from, but for myself as the neutral, it was pretty yeah, dull. it was shit. There, yeah, there was those so. two chances you had in the first half and it was quite laughable that they were squandered in the in the manner that they were. Yeah, and then um, the thir- and then the third chance in the second half was even more laughable. Yarmolenko's. Yeah, and that one in the first half, Antonio. He was Antonio, thinking yeah. about his lime green. Was it a Lamborghini that he's Lamb- got? Yeah, he was thinking about the Lambo instead yeah. of thinking about fucking getting his shots on target. He was thinking he was going to buy some upgrades for the Lambo with his goal bonus, but didn't concentrate the, the, on actually getting the goal. The problem with him is that he's got this enormous forehead, right? <laughs> and he, and you know, like I've become mates with his mate. So, yeah. in a way, I am mates with Antonio, aren't I, if you think Again, about it? Again, it's almost like a power player. Yeah. And his mate was saying to me, I said, what's going on with Antonio's hair this year? Because he's braided it in short little braids all over. Yeah. Like a short version of the style that Coolio used to sport in the um, 90s. And perhaps right. still does, yeah. who knows. And Chris Smalling's uh, also adopted it as well. For yeah, reason. it's obviously in, in style, but... Antonio hasn't got the head shape for it. And even this is his mate, his best mate mine said, yeah, the thing is, he's receding. He's mm. receding and yet he's tried to disguise it with mini braids. Ridiculous. And it's one it's one of the worst fucking decisions ever. It's counterproductive, and, isn't it? 
it's counterproductive. It's making things worse rather than better. He's got to shave it. I've been through the whole thing myself when I was thinning for many years and not knowing what to do about it. And you never look back. If Antonio's listening, you never look. Andy's, one of Andy's most favourite sayings or mottos in life is you can't go back. You can't go back, Sam. But you'll never look back once you've shaved your head if you're a balding man. And I just wonder whether this is on his mind. I know when I was thinning before I'd taken the plunge, it really clouds your every waking thought. It makes you feel insecure. It makes you feel unsure of yourself. You think, you know, you're anxious and paranoid about what people think of you. And if you've got all of that going in your mind, then when you've got a clear sight of goal Mm. against Chelsea... You, you're you not thinking straight. You're not focused. And that, I think, is why he lashed at that opportunity. Well, I mean, I've said on countless occasions on Twitter, when you get when you get someone who is um, possibly a, a, a psychopath or a murderer, someone mm. that's done something particularly heinous, always look at the head. Because nine mm. times out of ten, you'll find out they're premature bald. And that ah. is what's caused them to snap. It's like that yeah. pressure you've spoke about there. It, it, I imagine it does build up and build up. It's you tense, think that the whole yeah. world is against you. It's low level at Yeah, first, that's the worst kind. But it's the worst sort because you know what they say? It gnaws at your soul. It's the it's the ants that kill you, not the elephants. Exactly. You know that saying? Mm-hmm. So the, it's the little build-up of little anxieties and, yeah. and frustrations that in the end wear a man down. The big things, like, I don't know... What's a really big problem that could happen to you? Bankruptcy. Yeah, that, that's fine. You can sail through that. Yeah, <laughs> it's the little things like thinning hair that will wear you down. <laughs> Divorce, bankruptcy. Yeah. Uh, serious illness like finding yeah. a huge lump on your testicle. Loss that's of a limb. No problem. That's child's play. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a way that we can possibly via you and via this third party get a message to Antonio? We're going to fucking tr- have to try. And, and just, just an intervention, almost. Yeah. To get him to, to rethink about this this hair thing that he's got going on. In a way, that that happened with me, a collective intervention, because I, I used to be on Sky News doing the paper review every week, and in the right. end, the number of tweets I was getting mm-hmm. praising my performance... Obviously, yeah. ...were, were being outweighed by oh. the number of tweets I was getting saying, mate, your hair, fuck's sake, do something about it. And so it was the Twitter sphere staged an intervention on me. Two tweets it, to one per week. <laughs> in the end, I was in a taxi and um, I was in the back of a cab going somewhere in central London. And I looked at my phone and I'd been on Sky that morning and I switched on Twitter and I had a number of notifications. And some of them were just like so outrageous that mm. you know I say to people now oh you've got to ignore getting abuse on Twitter and yeah. I've become better at it but we're going back about seven years here and I was like fuck this and I, I literally it was like seven film I leant forward to the cabbie and I went change your plan and I got him to take me to a barber I knew not far <laughs> from there someone I could trust someone yeah. who would make me feel good yeah. and I went in and I said it's coming off and they said are yeah. you sure and they tried to talk me out of it a little bit Barbers will do that when it's your first time because they don't want to be the ones held responsible if it goes wrong. I went, fucking get it off. And they did. And I've never looked back. It's the same when you go for a vasectomy. They make sure they have a conversation with you first. They don't try to talk you out of it, but they just make sure you're aware of the possible ramifications of it all. 
just that you're not rushing into it. Yeah. Do do you feel like how do you feel now about your vasectomy? I'm fine. I'm 46. I'm not having any more kids. I'm, I'm not asked about it. But I, I've asked you this off air before. You don't have to answer it on air if you don't want to. Okay. But I will ask you um, because I've always wanted to know, and I can't remember the answer you gave me. <laughs> do you still spunk if you've got a vasectomy? Um. No, you just you don't know. I don't know. I've never tried to reach climax since that day. I signed a thing to say that I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it anymore. No, you you just emit a jet of powerful gas instead. <laughs> when you say powerful, yeah, how powerful. What what's it capable of doing? Is it like a riot hose? Well, it it it's could it got lock a, a man down. It's got a good length on it. You know, you could you could put a put an animal down with it. Like if a cat was rearing up at you, and you, you could knock you, it out. You jizzed, you jizzed your gas into its face. Air jizzed. It would, yeah. yeah, it would. It would. If you were like ten feet away, you could still, you could still knock it off its heels and put it down. Fucking hell! So yeah, but you'd have it, to work quickly. I mean, oh, to I reach work quickly, so. Okay, all right. Okay. I've got a, a series well, that's of. That's um, good to know. A series of mental stimuli in the in the bank that I can call upon. In the emergency, such as that. They're on standby at all time, like those fighter jets that are scrambled to take down hijacked passenger planes. And if a cat does rear up at me in in an emergency, I'll I'll just whip it out, think about one of those. And round your way in Sunderland, there's quite a lot of aggressive cats, isn't there? Oh, yeah, they're all over the place. Yeah. So, Mm. yeah, that's, that's the vasectomy world for you. Jalapeño. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Jalapeño. United Wolves, as predicted, was a decent game. Yeah, Wolves did well. Yeah. Uh, it was nice to see Manchester United flailing again after a couple of good results. Mm. Did you hear the fucking reaction of the Wolves fans when they scored? I don't know if someone at Match of the Day like turned the volume up on them or something, but yeah. it was mental. Yeah, well, it's a great goal, and I yeah. did. I did actually. They did go. They went fucking mad. Like if you're watching your team at Old Trafford, I remember a couple of years ago we had United in the cup, and I went up there and I got tickets that were supposed to be in a neutral bit, but really they weren't. It was mainly United, and I was one of about a dozen West Ham fans in the middle of it. Right, and the United fans were not fucking happy, and. Um, I, you might remember this, but Payet, who was really in his pomp at that moment, he got a fucking free kick from what felt like 40 yards out. At Old Trafford, it was nil-nil. Yeah. It was right in front of where we were sitting. And he's <laughs> he's fucking curled it in. I mean, when you see something like that, 
When yeah, when you when you're when you go at a goal up at Old Trafford or you score a tool at Old Trafford in a close game and it's a and also it's a wonder goal. You yeah. go absolutely ape shit, especially and that was us and it oh they weren't happy all the United fans around us, but you couldn't help it. You weren't gonna keep a lid on it. Um but the Wolves fans, if you've just been promoted as well. You, I think it's extra special, isn't it? Because that's yeah. almost the bit that still remains the big game, doesn't it? It's like yeah. your first game back at playing United at Old Trafford is the big one in your first season back in the Prem. So, fuck it, I'm, I'm delighted for them. Yeah, good for them. They came back from a goal behind as well, so that was. Mm. But yeah, the fans were absolutely batshit. That was very enjoyable to hear. Um, Cardiff, Manchester City. We said yeah, City would I win. Mean. I think we both said three nil. It yeah, was 5-0. It was... Uh, it was a fucking walk in the park. It was it men was, against boys. It? Neil Warnock, to his credit, just seems to be pissing himself laughing all the way to relegation. He just... Yeah. After the match, he's just like, well, what can you do? Fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> he's gone, they're them, and we're us. You know, 5-0. I would have had a bet on 5-0. You know, what the fuck fucking can you hell, do though, about I wonder what that does in the minds of his players. Well, I don't know, because they've got to rally themselves for like proper matches where they might try and get some points, but I don't think so they're he, going to get he, many he's points. So cyn- he's so cynical. He's telling them, ignore yeah. these games against the top sides. Yeah. It's the other games that are the ones that we've got to treat like cup finals. I suppose you could learn stuff from these games. If they play really badly and, and concede stupid goals, they can look at them and learn and then apply stuff in the proper matches where they can get some points. But Warnock just seems to be just enjoying it because he hasn't been sacked yet. He normally gets sacked quite early on when he gets in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, and then he gets his money, and he's yeah. sort of thinking, well, either way, it's a win, win bonus because <laughs> yeah. I either get sacked, get my money, fuck off back to Cornwall. Yeah, it's or, a win for the next one. <laughs> yeah, or I don't get sacked, and then I just keep on being paid loads of money every week yeah. for dicking around in Wales. Bit inconvenient, but never mind. I yeah. did notice as well, though, on the, the stats at the end on Match of the Day, the XG, the expected goal stats for that match was Cardiff... 0.13, Man City, no. 2.44. What the fuck uh, are you on about? What is any of this? I don't know, I just saw it on the... I just thought, <laughs> I I'd, try and, I thought I'd try and introduce some <laughs> kind of, like, I don't know, Science. tactical analysis. It's, it's not fucking tomorrow's world, mate. It's not... Um, you think of a number with Johnny Ball. Well, that's it's what football. it said. It's, you know... All right, 5-0. 5-0's 5-0. You want to bring it into fans. the fucking modern era, mate? I'll tell you what we're going to do now. We're going to take a look at all of the uh, trends and innovations we've seen tactically over the weekend Ooh. by crossing over to our tactics board. Here we are at our tactics board. Andy, yeah. what tactical trends have you noticed in the Premier League this weekend? Um. Oh, God. Uh. Yeah. Well, the the XG there, as I said, from uh, Cardiff City, very, very mm. interesting, very eye-opening. As he, as I yeah. just mentioned there, yeah. 0.13 for Cardiff against mm. the actual zero goals that they scored in the match. For City, yeah. 2.44 on the XG. What? That's yeah. considerably lower than the five they You're got. You're talking like someone on the stock exchange out of trading well, places. I'm, I'm just I'm getting to yeah, the I'm, point. I'm waiting for you to say something about pork bellies or frozen orange no, juice. No, no, if you just allow me to get to my point, Sam, please. Don't let this become one of those adversarial podcasts. Go on, you then. Know, neither of us are shock jocks. City, <laughs> 2.44 on the XG against five 
on the, let's say, the G, representing goals, Fuck actual him. goals. AG? Fuck, I don't know. 2.44. That's quite a, a low... Um, it's a significant differential between the XG Mate, and the G. Um, you've never been as boring as you are right now. And I don't mean that in a confrontational way. I'm just saying... It's like you've lost your mind. I think this fucking window cleaner business has really got to you. <laughs> well, what and have you got, uh, then? What, what have you seen in t- tactics-wise this week? All right, then? I'll tell you a couple of things. One is I've noticed a lot of teams um, are going in for headers these days, both <laughs> in an attacking and it, defending it, it, sense. Is, this, is that mainly in the air? Yep, mainly air headers. Sky headers. Know, that's what they call them. In Spain, they call them los... Los Hedros del Sky. And <laughs> La Luna. So it's something that the Spanish have brought over. Yeah. And um, they, yeah, and I've just noticed that's something to keep an eye out on as we look ahead to other games this season. You'll notice that a lot of teams will kick the ball in the air or right. chip it. Yeah. Chip it being a Brazilian term, meaning yeah. float the ball. Okay. And right, it, they'll chip it into the air and some other fella will come and try and head it out of the air to goalwards. The sky unless, he's a, unless he's a defender, in which case he'll be trying to stick his nut on it to get it away from the goal. And right. it's, uh, I think that's fascinating. Have you Another got, thing... Have you got any statistics? Have you got any figures on the on the header, heading crew? I saw... At West Ham Chelsea, I saw four to five memorable headers or MHs. Um, I, that is not that is not a reflection of the true amount of AHs actual, actual headers, headers yeah. in the game, but memorable headers yeah. are ones that I remember. Yeah, I can name four, four to are, five. Are memorable headers on the up or uh, on the down? Yeah, there's more of them. Memorable header, Yarmolenko's. Yeah, more What's memorable that? headers. More memorable headers is what we can expect. Fucking words. I tell you what, mate, I'm not happy with Glenn Murray of Why? Brighton. He's he's a man we've lauded on this podcast before, being something they having something of the old school about him. Yeah. Sort of fellow you can imagine popping up in the sh- in a, one of those old shoot annuals we like so much yeah. doing a Q&A. And What's um, he done? Has he got a lime, lime green Lambo? No, he fucking worse Born than Rose? that. <laughs> worse. Worse than either of those things. He jumped up, he was in a defensive wall mm-hmm. um against Tottenham. And he jumped, and the ball was heading for his face, and yeah. he put his arm up in front of his face to protect his little face from getting smashed by the ball, and it gave face. away a penalty. He did, yeah. I mean, this is the sort of shit you'd expect from a Belgian or a Frenchman, yeah, but not from Glenn Murray. Glenn Murray's even got a name that sounds like it's from the 80s. Glenn. Glenn Murray is a really 80s sound. It sounds like he probably drives a um, a white souped-up Ford Escort with spoilers. Yeah, there was there was a thing last week about baby names for 2018, and I'm thinking mm. that Glenn probably isn't one no. that there's been very many of. You know what's really weird? Glenn was probably not even born in the 80s. He was probably born in, like, you know, 1990 or something like that. Glenn, what, was 35? Yeah. 83. Named after Glenn Oddle, isn't he? Well, we've we've liked him on this podcast because we thought he was old school, but he wasn't old school because none of the Glens of yore 
your Glenn Hoddles or any other footballing Glens, or even musical Glens like Glenn Frey or Glenn Campbell, you would not see those fuckers shielding the ball, shielding their face from the ball, because they were men. Yeah. And they knew that sometimes a man's got to take a ball in the face. Yeah, while you've been saying that, I've just been to the, the name searcher and I've done a search on Glenn. Uh, mm. Do we need to go back to the tactics board to get the results? Yeah, let's let's head on back over to the tactics board. Here we are. Here by I the am tactics the board. Th- 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 Andy's got his stick thanks, to Sam. point at the bit of tactics he's going to talk about yeah, now. Here I am. Uh, I've done a search on Baby Names 2017. And yeah. there were um, <laughs> eight baby boys named Glenn in 2017. No, eight, eight in the whole year. Eight Glenn the babies hell. out there. I'm astounded. I would have guessed higher, mate. Well, you would have guessed higher. I would have guessed like two at the most. No, I I mean, I knew. I thought it would be less. But when you consider how many babies are born a year yeah. in this country, 100 million, something like something that, like I that, imagine. Yeah. And uh, I would have thought, yeah, like maybe a hundred people would be called Glenn, but no, hell. just seven. Right, picture picture a baby, right? Imagine mm. a baby. Yeah. Are you imagining a baby? Yeah. Right now, imagine it being called Glenn. <laughs> it's <laughs> exactly. fucking difficult. It's have you given Glenn his bottle? Does Glenn need his nappy changing? Cool, Glenn, baby, Glenn. Glenn the oh, baby. Look, baby Glenn. Fuck me. So, and Glenn was ranked 2,512 out of 6,164 names for boys in 2017. What's the number one name? Terry. I don't know. I'd have to like, do oh. another search. Yeah. Maybe know. it's Darren or Dean. The, the number one? Yeah. No, I don't know. I, that, we'll, we'll do a separate podcast on baby names, I think, another time. Tracy is a really unpopular name, apparently, for, right. a, for a girl baby. Um... And Lee. Yeah. Well, the way the country's going, mate, number one name's probably Mustafa. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Sorry. Have I got to edit that out again? Yeah, you're going to have to edit that out. (laughs) No, listen. No, I'm not even saying that's a bad thing. I like it. If we've got more multicultural names in the country, it means that the country's becoming more multicultural, diverse, and I'm all for that. So... I would be disappointed if the top name sounded a little bit white and English because I'd think, come on, people, where's the progress? It's not going to be good for the sales of ladders, though, is it? No, that's for sure. It's one thing to think about. You know he said a uh, reach and wash. Did he say reach n using the n with apostrophes or did he go to the trouble of writing out and? He's put and, reach and wash. He hasn't put it in. I would have done an n. He hasn't put it in inverted commas or anything. It's 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 real. It's there. Um, Remember, I told you my son Len, not Glenn, Len, yeah. um, invented the spin and swear, where he yeah. spun round giving two fingers. Um, so yesterday at West Ham Chelsea, I said the Chelsea fans when they were singing something or other, I said, why don't you give them the spin and swear? <laughs> and I was telling my brother who was sat next to us about spin and swear. And Len corrected me, went, Dad, it's not called the spin and swear. It's called yeah. the spin and swear. I oh. say the whole thing. Yeah. I was like, whoa, all right. Blimey, impressive. So you, um, you were giving him the mm, were you? He wouldn't, he wouldn't give him the spin and Yeah, I like the mm. I mm, think it sounds yeah. cooler. He wouldn't give him the spin and swear, but I taught him another one. Go I on. put, told him the old putting the V signs yeah. on the side of your face like you've got an itch. Nice and one. he was doing that in the direction of the Chelsea end. 
I don't know whether any of them saw. We're a few hundred yards away. Uh, I don't know what impact it had on their morale. Mike go, Oi, lads! Look at that little one over there. He's giving us the bees, I think. Oh, I feel so belittled. I feel on, belittled boy. and humiliated. Let's just go home. And well, that is how West Ham got the point. I didn't see any of the TV cameras picking up, so none of the armchair Chelsea fans will have been, um, mm. you know, affected by that, which is probably a good no, thing. No, well, that's just a conspiracy because there's so the many Chelsea fans working at Chelsea. Are mm. we still at the tactics board or have we moved back to the main area No, uh, shut down the tactics board. Put it in its cupboard. It's time to get back to talking points. Reverse the mechanism. <laughs> Um, I've already got one more thing that I've made a note of, and that was Arsenal mm. versus Everton. Another win for Arsenal. Five wins in a row now in all competitions. They're the quiet yeah. assassins of this Premier League season. They are, yeah. As I predicted like they that, might be. Like Charlie, the murderer, breaking into my hotel room. <laughs> the quiet assassin, yeah. The quiet assassin. Yeah. Um, yeah, got, but they haven't really impressed, have they? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They're grinding out the results. They've got, they've got Obama mm. Young and Lacazette firing up front. Yeah, and if they can keep them two scoring, they don't need to worry too much about what's going on at the back. Now there is a team full of unusual names. I mean, in the era of like every team having mostly foreign players, mm. we're used to a collection of strange names. But this is probably the most exotic ever. Obama Yang Lacazette, then that bloke who looks like Krusty the Clown. What was his name again? Oh, Glenn something, wasn't Glenn, it? Glenn, yeah. Glenn, yeah, Glenn Campbell, I think. Glenn Campbell. Like, written in a Greek yeah. style. Yeah. Do you remember Glenn Medeiros as well? Yeah, I saw a picture of him recently. He's a teacher now. Is he? He looks like a teacher as well. But he kind of looked a bit like a trainee teacher then, didn't he? Fucking hell. He was just one of those guys who came out of nowhere and suddenly was at number one. And then went back to nowhere again shortly afterwards. And then he just fucked off again, yeah. Speaking of which, these pop references, um, I was very impressed. Arsenal versus Everton with the referee, John Moss who is a mm. very portly fellow. He's mm. carrying a lot of timber, John Moss, yeah. and yet he still gets around up and down the pitch. He looks grossly overweight, really. <laughs> no offence. Yeah, but sometimes you, sometimes you see these people completing marathons and they look really rotund. You do. Sometimes you can be really fit, fit but fat. Well, I mean, I am. Are you but, fit? Oh, incredibly fit, yeah. Right. Since the vasectomy. <laughs> Carrying, oh, yeah. a lot, carrying a lot less weird. But, um, yeah, John, John Moss. John Moss. Half of, uh, are you saying that uh, about half of your body weight was semen? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think it was. it was. I mean, it was just weighing me down. Stairs <laughs> yeah. were becoming an issue because of the, the effort required to get from one stair to the next. So carrying the NHS this, should this... be thinking about just performing more vasectomies if they want to fight this obesity crisis. I think it's worth a try, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Definitely something to think about. Um, and, and, and John Moss, again, was the drummer in Culture Club, if you remember. Yeah, he's a mad bastard. Who had, um, had a secret affair with Boy George at the height of their fame. Yeah, but doesn't John Moss deny that? No, he's admitted it now. Oh, I think right. he denied he, it at first. For a while, but now, he denied it, yeah. But now he's, now he's, he's, he's comfortable with it. Um, and I just want to recommend the, the BBC documentary about Culture Club's reformation from a few years ago which I think oh. is called something like From Karma to Catastrophe. And if you, <laughs> if, if you enjoy seeing uh, formerly successful groups bickering and getting at each yes, other's throats and ego and power players, it's definitely one to see. And it's on YouTube. I had them, I had them in my radio studio about an, a year ago, maybe a bit more. 
was uh, a friction. But not boy George. Not boy George. I was George. like. Do, right. do, they said, yeah. do you want Culture Club? I went, yeah, of course I fucking do. And then they turned up without Boy George. And I went, where's Boy George? And they all went, <laughs> oh, he came on like this morning with us, but now he's gone he's home. home. Yeah. He was feeling a bit tired. I was like, fuck. But the other three were bananas, particularly John Moss. I mean, he's yeah. off his fucking nut mad. He was uncontrollable <laughs> in the studio. You know the dump button where you have to keep cancelling the last eight seconds? Yeah. That Probably was used it more on him than anyone ever. Yeah. Was he like a monkey man? Was he climbing about on the desk and stuff? Yeah, flinging around his feces. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, check out that documentary. That's my cultural recommendation that you didn't actually ask for, but I'm giving it you anyway. Just put in uh, Culture Club okay. documentary. Well, I'll double down on 80s references then, on, then and say that when I was walking around a shop near my dad's house on the weekend, a food shop, um, they had a banging 80s playlist on that I actually remained in the shop for longer than I needed to <laughs> to see what was coming on next yeah. and I was annoying the kids by going listen to this one and then that's this is this is one that came on right voyage 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 <laughs> it's foreign do you remember yeah, it anyway I, it. I thought fuck me I haven't heard this in ages and I don't know whether it was something about the acoustics in the shop but you know sometimes you hear a song and you've never rated it before yeah. and something about the setting it yeah. comes on I'm like my god this song's amazing my wife was away, um, and she was texting me at the time. She was away for the weekend with her mates, and I actually did a sound recorded in the shop of Voyage Voyage and sent it to her. Just went, just listening to this in the shop. It's a fucking great track. She didn't answer. No. Strange that, isn't it? Uh, I once heard E equals MC squared by Big Audio Dynamite. Up great the Asda. song. Yeah, fantastic mm. song. They played it in Asda. I was just, yeah. it made me dear. Yeah. yeah. Fucking great. Sometimes a song just hits you. I just bought yeah, loads yeah. more stuff because I was so happy. Yeah, it just goes to show, you know, having these in-house DJs is a good fucking idea because it keeps you in the shop longer. And speaking of which, if any of the chains, whether it be even the ones like uh, Lidl, Audi, then you know any of them, if you're looking for some in-house DJs, me and Andy yeah. would happily come along. Just play, play some, some tracks. Do, do some of our winning chat in between. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, not so much as a chat. If you're worried about that, that could put some of the elderly folk off. But we'll happily just... We can we can do... This is like our adult version, but we can easily just play 80s tracks and just do sort of quite banal yeah. banter yeah. in between each track. Uh, that also goes through if anyone from Radio 2's listening. Yeah, we I mean, can, we don't we have to talk about vasectomies and, and, mm. and knocking cats over with jets of edges. We just choose no. to. No, we can. We don't have to do any of that, and 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 also we don't need results spot involved either. No, 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 no. We if could it, just it have, works we out could just be for everyone. The two of us would play Voyage, Voyage, come back. That was Voyage, Voyage from 1987. What a great track that is! I've forgotten. I, th- I think it's what is it Dutch or uh, Greek or something like yeah, something like that. Sam, one of those. Uh, anyway, uh, here's Big Audio Dynamite with e equals MC squared. I love Donlets. <laughs> and just to mention that there's a special offer on tins of Peck. Just one pound for the large tin <laughs> until four PM Friday. I'm fucking so up for this. So up for it. I'll send a I'll send a demo off to all the supermarkets. We'll double your profits, Asda. Yeah, and, and that, that's about our pledge. Mm. Right, that's enough for this week, I reckon, for this episode anyway. Yeah. yeah um, is there anything else back. you want to mention? No, just uh tune in uh midweek. Uh, I can't stress this enough. Make sure you listen to the podcast as and when they come out. It makes less sense when it's in order. We're dropping clues throughout all of them, um, which 
if you listen to them in order, by the end of the football season, they will provide you with a wondrous uh, and enlightening design for life. But yeah. you have to listen to them in order. You pricks. Yeah, we'll be back on Wednesday with, I think it's 2004, 2005. Yeah. And then Friday with uh, the preview of uh, <laughs> the talking points. And- 2004, 2005, I think is our best um, nostalgia podcast <laughs> yet. It might well be, yeah, because we've already done it. Yeah, it might well be. Lots lots to enjoy. Anyway, thanks for listening. Subscribe, etc., etc. Tell your friends. Tweet about what, how good this podcast is. If you fucking got any. Yeah, knobheads. Voyage, <laughs> voyage. <laughs> Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.